Hello, everybody. I think it's time for a Saturday night drive. Understand it. 
I don't understand why rain is... Rain is peaceful, man. It, it's, uh, even pouring rain is thunderstorms and... I'm not talking like thunderstorms and knock the power out and, you know, life-threatening things like that. But I mean, like, a nice thunderstorm is relaxing. You know, when you're not worried about whether you're going to live through the night, it, it, it is relaxing. You're not on edge. You're just listening to the rain and, uh, yeah, it's relaxing. But, uh... People seem to think that it's it's a bad thing. I love rain because when it rains, not a lot of people are out. People won't go out in the rain, which I don't think makes much sense. Because I hate this fucking planet. And it's full of these people who are like, oh, I hate rain. I hate rain. It's, it's all wet and then and then. I want it to be like really, really sunny out and hot and so I can go to the beach and jump in the lake and then go home and take a shower. Yeah, but you hate being wet, huh? Alright. Well, I hate being wet with clothes on. So you go to the beach naked? I call bullshit. And, And let me ask you something. Why do you have such negative views towards rain when you shower daily, most people. They shower daily. All showers are is indoor rain in a booth kind of thing. That's that's all it is. It's isolated indoor rain. And people are like doing it all the time and but yet they hate rain. They won't go out because it's raining out. It's just water. I'm not allergic to water. I don't care. I love rain. I don't understand it. That's the only thing. They don't they don't say that about like snow. You know, which is worse than rain. I ask anybody that has a brain in their head, they would rather rain than snow. Yeah, I I like snow for the simple fact that it keeps the idiots out, but then it's kind of like a double-edged a double-edged knife. It's like it keeps the idiots off the streets, but it puts them in vehicles to ram into you because they don't know how to drive in the winter. So it's kind of a lose-lose. But I, I like it because, you know, it keeps people away and it's dark and people go to bed early and I don't have to deal with them in public. But people never say that, oh, man, you're having a hard time. When it snows, it blizzards. Now nobody ever says that. It's all on the rain. Rain takes all the shit. And I'm tired of it. You know, they don't say that about sun. You know. Oh, when it's sunny, it's melanoma. Like, why why rain? Leave rain alone. Rain never did anything to you. It's just raining. Let me tell you something about rain. Without rainy days, you wouldn't like the sun at all. You wouldn't know what the sun is. You wouldn't appreciate it, so give rain a break, you know, it's just doing what it does, it's not its fault that it's rain, and I like rain, so I'm going to stand up for it, you know, I have to, stand up for the little guy that's getting shit on, so anyways, I was driving around, and I kept hearing this, this thumping noise in my trunk, and I, I didn't know what it was, I didn't remember, you know, kidnapping anybody, but it's a possibility. I could have. And uh, they're trying to get out. 
but that was yesterday, and I don't smell anything, so if they're in there, they're still alive, who knows what's in my trunk, honestly, I, who knows, um, I don't know, somebody could have been playing a prank and got in my trunk and, you know, just sealed their fate, could be their coffin now, who knows, I don't know, but, uh, I'm hoping it's not a person, because that's, that's, that's a lot of hassle with police and cleaning up and, you know, you have to lift the body out. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's too much of a hassle for me. So I'm hoping it's not a body, but I'm driving around and it, it got me, uh, uh, thinking about when I was in sixth grade and I happened to be in a tornado and this, this is a true story. Um, I was in sixth grade, uh, we were somewhere in southern Ontario, I, I don't know where it was, but conveniently, this, this tornado, uh, had happened on a, uh, like a camp place there that, uh, people had camps in the bush, and it was on Stormy Lake, which I found pretty convenient because this was a, this was a big, big, big it was a big storm, and I was aimed to sleep in a tent that night, because I'm a kid at this point, and I love, you know, sleeping out in tents, and before I realized what camping was all about, you know, and how horrible it really is, um, I thought it'd be cool to, you know, sleep in a tent. Well, here's the, uh, the kicker here, was that they used this stuff called pick. I don't know if anybody knows what pick is, but uh, it's that little spirally hypnotic thing that you burn, and uh, apparently the mosquitoes, they don't like it. So it keeps the mosquitoes out of the tent, which I think is absolutely stupid. I mean, if you want to keep the mosquitoes out of the tent, all you have to do is keep the tent door closed. Zipper it up, no mosquitoes. Yeah, pretty easy solution there, but, um, they burned this pick, and I happened to, you know, I don't know if I was allergic to it or what, but, uh, I, I, you know, was all sneezy and wheezy, and I decided that I didn't want to die that night, and I wanted to be able to breathe, so I had, uh, the smart choice of going back into the cabin, and I went into this, um, back room where, uh, you know, uh, where the bed was or whatever, and through the night, it started to storm. Now, I remember that, that for some reason, I remember we, we rented the movie RoboCop, and uh, I actually remember going to the video store, and I remember us renting it and never watching it. I guess because that's what you do with RoboCop, you just rent it and not watch the movie that you rented from this, like, hillbilly town rental place, so, uh, yeah, we rented a RoboCop, and then in the middle of the night, uh, I, I, I see these flashes of lightning in my closed eyes, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's a thunderstorm, it's relaxing, and I can sleep through anything, um, so I did, and 
I woke up again, and at this point, I peered out into the, um, into the living room area through one bloodshot eye, and <coughs> my aunt, and my aunt, my uncle, my cousins, and my mom and sister, they're all huddled up and just losing their shit. You know, and uh, I'm thinking, what are, they, what are they all so, you know, what are they so uptight about? This is just a thunderstorm. What is this? Come on, buddy. 50. Can we go 50? Seriously? Jesus. Your door is not even closed. You're a thousand years old. Like, honestly. Get off the road. So, Yeah. I don't know, remember what I was going to say. Uh, I thought it was just a thunderstorm or whatever. And my mom leaves me in there. And apparently during the night, like I'm sleeping in this bed with this window above my head. And a big, huge tree came down and hit the window. This is allegedly what happened. Um, I believe it's true because I saw it pressed against the window. And in the morning, it wasn't morning, it was dark because the tree was covering the window and like a, like a bird that you drape a blanket over the cage, I thought, oh, it's night still, I'm going to go back to sleep. So when I finally woke up, uh, I realized this was one of my mother's shining parenting moments and she didn't bother to get me out of there. Um... She was just about to risk letting a tree fall on her only son's head. You know, crushing me to death. Plus all the uh, glass from the window I would have aspirated. Would have had stingy lungs, stingy lungs, bleeding. And anyways, I find out that my dad spent the entire night in the tent. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how he survived in the tent in a fucking tornado, but he did, and, uh, he, he, there was trees everywhere, we had, I went out, and there was, like, this one cottage had, like, the roof blown off the back, and, and the people were, um, actually in our cabin, I think, um, you know, for shelter, and another one, their, their cabin was on stilts, so it went right into the water, and uh, ours was on stilts, so we got lucky that we didn't actually go into the water. That was a lucky thing for us. And there was trees. We were supposed to leave that morning, but we ended up leaving late, late the afternoon. Because we literally had to chainsaw our way out and everything. And my dad goes, go look for people. And I'm thinking, all right, I'll just go, you know, meet some people or whatever. And now that I'm older, I know that he's probably, he probably meant go look for bodies. And I was, uh, I was a sixth grader and he was telling me to go look for bodies. That was one of my dad's shining parenting moments. Um, but I didn't find anything and I uh, wasn't traumatized for the rest of my life, fortunately. And, uh, you know, you know, finding somebody lodged into a tree or anything like that 
But, um, yeah, we survived it. And I thought that was kind of, I used that as a joke. Like, you know, I've been sleeping somewhere. And like, oh, I'm sorry that the kids were so loud this morning. And it's like, ah, man, I slept through a tornado. I didn't even hear them. And that's probably why it's best that I didn't become a parent. Because that baby would cry at night and I wouldn't even hear it. And you got to fend for yourself, baby. Um, but I would teach the baby independence by sleeping through his, his cries or her cries. And, you know, there's, there's a positive thing to come out of every situation. That baby would have learned independence. So maybe, whatever. Um, yeah, and I, I thought, you know, I could sleep through everything. And I used that as like a kind of a joke. But uh, the way I really feel about it is I'm in Canada and I don't, I don't travel very far. Um, I went to Montreal, and that's about as far as I went, and, uh, there's no, there's no need to talk about it, and I don't go anywhere tropical with gross-ass spiders or anything, I don't go anywhere where there's risks of hurricanes, I haven't as of yet, and I'm 33 years old, and I'm probably gonna die by the time I'm 35, the rate I'm going, so that was probably, especially in Canada, in Ontario, um, yeah, that's definitely, more than likely, my only opportunity to see a tornado, and I slept through the fucking thing, and it's kind of like a lost opportunity, like, I, I could have videotaped it, even though there's no cell phones back then, or whatever, and anyways, um, I remember there's no power, of course, because everything is shithoused, and this video needs to go back because my aunt and uncle are going back to wherever they live, and they don't want to accumulate like a year full of late charges. So, um, three, four hundred dollars to rent a movie that they never watched is kind of steep. I see their point, but they didn't have any power. They didn't have any power. So they couldn't get the, the tape, that's right, VHS tape, out of the VCR. And we didn't have uh, the common sense to um, use a generator, which I don't even know if we had. But um, so I guess my aunt takes a screwdriver and opens it up, and it, it had the flip up thing. And the tape was wrapped around the wheelie things to play it. So we couldn't really get the, 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 the tape out of the VCR. So my aunt decides, you know, I'm just going to return the entire VCR. Which I think was pretty cool. So she goes back to the rental place with the VCR. And just tells him keep it. <laughs> when there was power at the, uh, at the place, which was like pretty far away. Uh, I guess they didn't get hit by the tornado, but... So they got to keep a VCR and maybe rent that out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, how I got into a tornado. And then um, I'm walking around, and I, I got this bad feeling going on, even though it was raining. Um, there's certain things about rain that, you know, make me feel a little bad you know, because I love it so much, and I miss certain things in my life that are linked to rain, and I'm feeling a little, mad, like, bad about things, and 
I'm trying to like maintain composure kind of thing. And uh, I stop at this red light and I see this guy. And I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling bad about my life when I could be that guy. This guy was like, uh, I don't know, like 60 something, probably 60s. He's walking. He's got these like moccasin type shoes on. Skin tight blue jeans that go up past his belly button over his beer belly with a belt that's too tight for him. That's making him, you know, have a dip in the bulge. And he's wearing this trucker hat and this John Cena never give up green t-shirt tucked into the jeans. Tucked in. To the jeans with these glasses that you could see into space with. No lie. You could see into space with these things. And I'm thinking, I could be that guy, you know? And that made me feel a little bit better. And then it made me feel even better because I was like, oh man, you know what that is? That is a long faced fat kid when they get older. They trade in the big white shoes with the big tongue for like moccasin type shoes. They wear the the pants up to their belly button and nipples because they're old. And they they, they put on a trucker hat and you know and they wear glasses and they they you know trade in their stone cold Steve Austin attitude era shirt for a never give up John Cena shirt. I just saw evolution. This is a long-faced fat kid when he gets old. And the guy was walking around too like, ah, I hate my life. I was like, that is a long-faced fat adult. Wow. And I, I suddenly felt to feel, I started to feel like really good because I, I saw evolution. You guys, I saw evolution. It was amazing. When it hit me that this is exactly what it was, I almost shit myself. It was that exciting. It was that exciting. Wow. I, I, unbelievable. I was so happy. I've never in my life had a realization like that and seen something as glorious as that. Yeah. So we went, I went bowling. Um, I go I go bowling on Friday nights, not by choice. It's uh, something I do. And uh, I go and I buy a protein and a pop, which cost me eleven dollars. Um, wow. I guess um, they're taking a a page out of the uh, movie theater book by Jack and. And the prices were so weird. It was like seven fifty-two for the um, for the poutine, and it was two oh seven or something for the pop or some uh, weird price. I'm like, where do you come up with this? Like, I I know people drink heavily when they bowl, and probably the owners do too because they're in such financial debt because they can't make enough money to survive because they own a bowling alley but these prices weird he must have been drunk 
Whoever made these prices must have been hammered out of their mind. So I'm going to get my poutine and I order my, my pop and I ask for Pepsi and the person gives me root beer. And I love root beer, but I don't like make it, you know, my mission to uh, always have root beer, especially fountain root beer because it's gross. It all tastes the same to me. And, uh, yeah, they give me root beer. And um, I'm like, all right, I'll just drink it because I'm, I'm big enough to drink it. And I'm waiting for my poutine and my, my buddy is there, like, willingly. He actually paid for three games of bowling with his friend. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I go over, and this is the first time I met her, so I go over and I show her a magic trick, you know. First impressions, you guys, first impressions. And uh, I'm like, why are you here? Why aren't you out hunting mushrooms like you usually are? And he, he's got a mushroom book on him. He's got a... And he's like, I got these mushroom books on my phone. And they just downloaded by themselves. And I'm like, oh man, you're lying. You're lying to my face right now. It's a smartphone. Okay? It's a smartphone. So in no way would a smartphone download mushroom books by itself. It's too smart for that. And then he pulls out this one from his back pocket, this little pocket handbook about mushrooms. And, uh, and he's like, I carry a mushroom book around me at all times in case I find mushrooms I need to identify. And said no one ever, but then he said it. And, ah, man. Every second word out of his mouth is mushroom, and I think maybe he's had too many mushrooms in his life. So I notice his book, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, go to the bar. They, they, they serve mushroom caps. Why don't you order up some mushroom caps, peel off the bread or the dough for the deep-frying thing, and, 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 you know, look in your book and identify what kind of mushrooms it is. And then you can do two boring things at once, Bow, like bowling and identifying mushrooms. There you go. Two birds, one stone. One boring stone. But he didn't. He didn't do that. I don't know why. But whatever. It's his life. Can't control his life. Whatever he wants to do, that's his life. So, uh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The mushroom thing. And so, uh, he's bowling and he's throwing it in the gutter. I'm like, what are you doing? That is exactly what you're not supposed to do. I don't know a lot about bowling. But I know you're supposed to hit the pins. That's just science. You know, you just hit the pins. That's the whole purpose of bowling. You don't throw the ball into the fucking gutter every time. That's how you get a bad score. You want to get a high score. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the concept of scoring, but... Anyways. So I tell him. I'm like, hey, you see that... That, that arrow on the lane there, go to the right, aim for the arrow on the right. And that's how you get a strike. And he's like, no, man, you just throw the... I'm like, no, I'm telling you. I don't know a lot, but I know how to bowl a strike. 
So he does it, and he's left-handed, and it still works, and he bowls a strike, and I'm just like, oh, that was too perfect. All right, you're welcome. I'm out of here. So then I come back, and his game's gone to shit because I guess, you know, he needs me to, uh, to coach him. I'm like, why is he, why are you shooting gutter balls again? He's like, oh, I realized I'm left-handed. And, uh, that's on the right. I'm like, well, then reverse it and throw it. And he starts bowling like, like garbage. And that's his own fault. It's his own fault. You know, I, I can't, I can't help somebody who wears shoes like that and pays for them. That's, uh, that's beyond my control. You know, if, if he wants me to help him, he's got to help himself and not wear those shoes. Not pay to rent shoes. Um, which is weird. You got to pay to rent shoes. I don't understand the whole concept of it. But, uh, he paid to rent shoes and he hunts mushrooms. So I'm at liberty to say... You're pretty fucking weird sometimes, man. Doing those two things. Or three things. Bowling, renting shoes, and hunting mushrooms, and carrying around a mushroom book. There's four things. Four things that make you fucking weird right there. Can't help it. Can't help it. And yeah... It was, uh, it was a weird night because it was raining and I knew that people were going to get mad about it raining and bummed out or whatever and I don't understand and I'm at liberty to talk about it, I guess, on my Saturday night drive here, which uh, is more of a Saturday day drive. There's a tongue twister. Saturday day day drive. You know, you, in order to say Saturday Day Day Drive, you got to uh, you got to pretend you're on a, a CD and it's skipping. Anyways, that was my Friday, and this is my Saturday, and we'll see y'all later.